Together, growing in faith, changing communities. Dear friends, I would like us today to reflect on the Gospel of John chapter 3 from verse 16. We know the story begins with Nicodemus going to see Jesus Christ privately at night. In verse 16, we hear when Jesus says to Nicodemus, For God so loved the world that he gave us his only begotten Son, that whoever believes in him should not perish, but have eternal life. For God has sent the Son into the world, not to condemn the world, but that the world might be saved through him. Let's just pause and look at those beautiful two verses. The first beautiful thing is a reminder that God loves the world. And I think it's important to go back to that realization. In the book of Genesis, we told that God created everything and he knew it was good. And he created human beings and he knew it was very good. And sometimes I think we need to be reminded that we are loved by God. I think we need to be reminded that, yes, many things may have happened and many things may have shown us that we are not worthy to be trusted, we are not worthy to be loved, we are not worthy to be listened to, but we are still loved by God. And for me, this is, this is a beautiful thing. It is an important assertion from Jesus. And Jesus is truthful because he's the second person of the Trinity. He is the son of God. And he comes to us through the encounter with Nicodemus. And he reminds us every day that we are loved by God. That we are loved by God not because we've been good, not because we've been kind, not because we've been generous, not because we've lived a good moral life. No, we are loved by God despite every bad things we have done, despite all the times we've walked away from grace and from him. So the first thing that I want us to remember is that God so loved the world, that God loves us, And God loves every attempt that we have in trying to come closer to him. And he knows it and he notices it and he values values our attempt in trying to be good and to come closer to him. The second reality that I also want us to look into, God gave us his son. Number one, he loves us. Number two, he gives us Jesus as a gift. So Jesus Christ is a gift from God. He is a gift to us. He is there in order to help us in our own lives. And so we find a beautiful theology of a God who gives of himself, who gives something which is valuable to him. And for John, he says, he gave us his only begotten son. This is his only begotten son. This is the only thing he has. And he wants us to share with him the love that he has for his son. And he wants his son to be with us, humanity, human beings, the world. He wants Jesus to experience and to enhance our love that God has for us. 
And so Jesus Christ is given to us not as a judge. He is given to us as a gift. The Lord has given us Jesus. Now, if the Lord gives us Jesus as a gift, there must be a reason why Jesus is given to us as a gift. And Jesus says through John, which is a third point, that whoever believes in Jesus should not perish, but should have eternal life. So Jesus is given to us as a gift so that we may believe in him. But you and I know that in believing in Jesus means believing in God. Because Jesus says, I am in the Father and the Father is in me. And so we, we go back into our own lives and I ask myself a fundamental question. How is my relationship with God? Have I received the gift of Jesus Christ? Because Jesus Christ is a gift which I can either receive or I can reject. And if I have received this gift, how am I using this gift to enhance my life? How am I using this gift to enhance my relationship with God. And God will never force himself on us. Hence, he gives us Jesus as a gift. Either we can accept it and work with him, and Jesus can be a great teacher who can teach us how to love ourselves, who can teach us how to love the world, who can teach us how to love God. But also at the same time, we must never forget that Jesus in the gospel of God is the word that became flesh. He is the Logos. And we know in the book of Genesis that God created everything through and by his word. So Jesus Christ not only shares in the love of God for the world, Jesus Christ brought about the existence of the world. I live because the Lord Jesus Christ brought me into existence. And everything good that exists, that was meant for me, Jesus has provided for me. So there is no need to be afraid. There is no need to be saddened. There is no need to lose hope. Know that Jesus Christ is the ultimate gift. Unwarranted. We don't deserve it. It is given to us because God wants us to be happy. It is given to us because God wants us to achieve our greatness. The other reality that I also want to point out. He has given us so that we may have faith in Jesus. And upon having faith in Jesus, we may have eternal life. So that we live with God forever in heaven. In a state of perfection. In a state of of perfect love. We are not given Jesus in order to become subordinates. We are given Jesus so that we may be transformed to live happily with God, forever with God, in the fullness of life, in the totality of existence. And in Jesus Christ, we find this. Verse 17 is absolutely beautiful. For God sent his son into the world, not to condemn the world, but that the world might be saved through him. Jesus Christ, not only is he a gift, but Jesus Christ is a ransom. Jesus Christ pray, pays the price. Jesus Christ takes away the debt. 
Jesus Christ cancels every loan. He allows us to be free again. He presents us back to God as an unblemished lamb. He presents us back to God as a perfect offering. He presents us back to God as his beloved brothers and beloved sisters. And that's who we are, dear friends, those whom God has loved and he has given us his son. May Almighty God bless and protect you, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.